You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to get ready for your 2023 craft shows. And I've been speaking with so many makers about this who are just getting ready for their craft shows, working on inventory, figuring out what they want to focus on this year. And I just want to go over some different ways that handmade business owners can prepare for their craft shows. Now, the first one is, it seems really simple and tedious, but it's to create a detailed inventory of your products. Because honestly, when you're going to a craft show, being organized is incredibly helpful and having a clear idea of the products that you wanna showcase at the craft show, making a list of all the items you wanna sell and the quantity of every single one so that you can kind of keep track of your inventory during the show. The second tip is to design a very visually appealing booth. Your booth design plays a crucial role in attracting customers. Just think about it. If you're walking through a craft show and you see a booth that's got, you know, some black tablecloths, like maybe a tiny sign, and they don't really have any branding or anything, you're not necessarily going to be drawn to that booth very visually, right? But if someone has a very attractive display where, you know, they might have all of the signage, props, lighting, it just looks very attractive. You know, that's a booth that people are going to be more willing to walk into, right? So you kind of want to get this right. And there are some great examples on Facebook um, and Pinterest. You know, there are so many Facebook groups where you know, there might be a um, a post where someone's like, let me see your craft show booth. And so many makers will post showing off their booths. And it's just a really great way to get ideas. The third tip is to make sure that you have a payment system set up. If you have your first ever craft show coming up, definitely you're going to want to set up a payment system for the show. Uh, you know, decide which payment methods you're going to accept at the show, such as cash, credit cards, or mobile payments through Square or another processor. I just heard that um, Shopify also has a point of sale system where people just have to like push their phone up against your phone and they can pay right away. It's awesome. And there are so many different ways that you can pay. If you are doing, if you're, if you are taking cash, I would also recommend having some kind of a secure cash box to handle cash transactions and remember that you're going to have to take some um, change with you, right? I would also recommend bringing as many marketing materials as possible. Um, these could be stickers, business cards, flyers, brochures, whatever it is to help you promote your products and connect with potential customers. I would recommend bringing enough marketing materials to distribute to anyone who visits your booth. You will be so surprised at how fast you will run out So bring as much as you can, honestly, Um, especially if it gets super busy, having marketing materials at your table can be super helpful because 
Um, when crowds get really large, you know, all of these people are walking by and you can't help everybody at once. So uh, some people will stop and just grab your business card and move on if you're helping someone else. I know I've done this myself. And I would actually consider bringing someone to help you when the crowds get larger. Even if you're hiring someone to help for like a set hourly rate, even one big sale could pay for their help that day, depending on how much you're paying them. I would also recommend practicing good customer service or learning more about this. You should be prepared to interact with customers and answer their questions about your products. Be prepared to be friendly and engaging to create a positive shopping experience for your customers. Good customer service can lead to repeat business and positive word of mouth recommendations. Uh, one big tip I have here is to not sit and just stare at your phone. I know it can be easy to do during super slow moments in the day at a craft show, but it tells potential customers that person is busy and not interested in talking to me. And so, you know, I, I can't even tell you how many people's booths I've just walked right on by because they, they don't seem interested in connecting with me. And I'm the type of person who wants to connect with you. So that's just one tip that I have there. And in terms of marketing, you know, these are some extra tips that I have here. I really believe that craft shows, um, you know, whoever's putting the show on should do their best to market the shows that you're going to sell at, right? However, I see so many makers out there who will say, wow, this craft show was dead. No one came. I made no sales. What is going on? Okay. I want to empower you to build a local email list. When you go to these shows, invite people who you know um, to come and support you, right? Email that list and let them know about the show, when it's happening and where, where they can park, what time it's going to be. And don't hesitate to take part um, of that marketing burden into your hands. And honestly, building your own local list of people who like, like, know, and trust you and want to come out to support you is going to make a world of difference in who shows up to your booth at a craft show. A great personal example is Seiko from Waku Waku Baby. She's been on this show in the past, amazing maker. She sends out multiple announcements on social media and her email list, telling her fans and followers where she's going to be, how to RSVP, what kind of products she's going to have at her booth. So I know what to expect. And honestly, I go to the craft shows that she sells at because I'm invested in her business. I love her product. I want to show up and support her and make a purchase. And those announcements work wonders in helping me know when I can show up to support. And it feels so much different than an online sale that might be going on. You know, it gives your people an opportunity to connect with you in person, right? So try to keep this in mind as you build a local following and an email list. Make sure to use hyperlocal hashtags. You could even run hyperlocal Facebook ads to people who are interested in the kind of products you sell and invite them to the show. There are so many ways to drive that in-person traffic um, without having to rely on the, um, the craft show as a whole to do all that marketing for you. You know, I'll never forget, I was doing a craft show in December um, here where I live in Pittsburgh, and I started posting about it on Instagram. And someone who had bought something from me earlier in that year, earlier in the year last year at a different show, she was avidly following me on Instagram. 
And as soon as I started posting about the show, she messaged me and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually in town that weekend. She lives in Ohio. So it's a bit of a drive. And she said, I'd love to see you again and stop by your booth. I didn't even know this event would be happening. And she showed up at my booth on that day. She bought some of my art and I gave her a massive hug because I was just so incredibly touched that she would care so much to go out of her way to come to the event just to buy from me on a weekend that she was spending most of that time with family. You know, those personal connections that you're going to build through shows and local events, you want to capitalize on those and don't uh, take for granted the fact that people genuinely care about connecting with you as a person and as a small business owner at these shows. Now, if you find yourself feeling like you know, you might need more knowledge as to how to have a successful craft show. I would recommend joining Happening Hands. We have a mini course that is all about how to have a successful holiday market. And we even have a walkthrough on how to design your booth banner in Canva. So with all that being said, I want to just wish every maker listening to this episode luck in your upcoming shows. And I want to announce something really cool that we are now offering. So I would love to incorporate a portion of our upcoming episodes on answering your burning business questions. There is a small fee so I can continue to pay my amazing podcast editor. And for $75 for each spot, you'll receive answers from me and up to two other experts who know exactly how to answer your question. In addition, you'll also receive a sponsored ad in the episode that features your handmade business and a chance to offer an exclusive discount for our listeners to make a first-time purchase with you. It's a great chance to get your business in front of thousands of listeners and our email list. A great thing is that when these episodes go out, you will also um, have a link to your, your business and that code sent out to our email list of over 3,000 people. If you'd like a spot, you can send us an email at questions at happeninghands.com. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode and best of luck with your upcoming craft shows. Thank you so much for tuning into the Handmade CEO podcast and this special solo episode. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job. 